0: Welcome to the Smarticle Podcast, where we take a good article and make it gooder.
1: We don't have to do a lot of themes here on the Smarticle Podcast, Brandon, but it is the Halloween season, so I feel like we should have some spooky topics. That's what we have today, which is, why are we so scared of Friday the 13th? The great Kat Eschner from Smithsonian Magazine chimes in. I don't believe you could do woke a magometer if we're talking about scary subjects.
0: No, I don't think so either. I think you, uh, especially this article's like clickbait. I don't know where you got it, but it's definitely clickbait. It's it's. I'll talk about it. I, I'm not even gonna give a woke a wag on this because this was written in 2017, and I it, they pulled it from the. It's like some kid did it. An eighth grader wrote this oh, article, but wow. I thought it was interesting. It was from the Smithsonian, so you think it'd be really oh. smart. All right, you carry on. I've got a surprise uh, costume change for the show today to okay. get in the mood for this. I've been You're going to put it on while I talk here? I, I'm a t- you Go ahead. You got, I got, I'm a okay. professional.
1: Americans have long harbored suspicion of the number 13. Some buildings lack a 13th floor, as in they have one, but it's sneakily mislabeled as the elevator, and numerous airlines omit a 13th row in their planes. Fear the number 13 is so prevalent that it has a scientific name. triskaidekaphobia. I don't think I said that right. And at some point, the numeral-based uneasiness combined with the day of the week to create a now object of superstition, Friday the 13th. In history and lore, 12-person feasts have turned sour with the addition of a 13th guest. That's an old Norse myth. Our clocks have 12 hours, our years have 12 months, our feet span 12 inches, and our Christmas lasts 13 days. Mathematically, 12 is one of the two sublime numbers. It's our neighbor 13 that primarily strikes us as odd because it lands just outside the familiar, a familiar story happens at Christmas, the famed last supper of Jesus, excuse me, a Christianity famed last supper of Jesus. The meal features 12 diners until the 13th guest shows up. Who's Judas, who is a traitor. There's been books and movies that tie Friday the 13th together. And that's essentially how we got the superstition branded movies and books.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is like, it truly is. You've accused me once or twice of getting a clickbait article. This is 100% a I mean, it's in the sea. It's, it's it's hey, it's writing about Halloween. That's the autumn oranges shirt that I put on Love in the honor Love. of Halloween. This article was written by a seventh grader at Union Elementary School in Kiki, Illinois or somewhere, because they basically just went out and found a bunch of articles from the internet and pieced them together. But the point being is the number 13 has always sort of had this. I remember it, but guess what? I'm like that dude that started the Club 13. So there's this guy in the article they talked about who started, he was like, hey, this number's getting a bad rap. I was in 13 battles. and did all this thing. 13 is my lucky number. So we started a club to to drive away the myth around 13. My baseball number growing up, Larry, from the time I was a little kid all the way through high school was the number 13. I love it. I still have it on one of my duck shirts. 13 has always been a magical number. I love it. You just claim it. Claim the number, Larry. That's what I say. I don't believe there's anything bad luck about the number 13.
1: Okay, so let's go down to the next level on this, Brandon. Okay, sure. Oftentimes, you're on the surface, and then I take you a little bit deeper and say... Yeah, okay, sure, sure. Do you wash your hair with shampoo, and sometimes you (laughs) get a little bit deeper? Yeah. So at any point you want to confess, you can confess. I don't even know what that means, but I'll confess. Okay, good. Do you have superstitions? This is a stupid one, according to you, but... Do you believe in superstitions at all?
0: I, you know, gosh, that's a good question. I, I don't, thank you. I don't really think so. When your team is doing bad, for instance, do you have to sit in your lucky chair? I, okay. So, okay. So let's back up. Yes. There's the human side of me. That's like, I'm doing something wrong. I remember one time I had a duck shirt that I wore at a game that we lost a big game and I burned it, you know, it wasn't fair to the shirt. It was stupid. Do I really think the shirt had anything to do with the reason we lost? No. But there is always that. Anybody that ever played sports, especially baseball, knows there's a million of these funky superstitions about you know jump over the line, do the exact same thing, because if you're on a hitting streak, you don't want to change anything. You know that that in baseball, if the guy's uh, throwing a no-hitter, it is considered absolutely verboten to talk to the pitcher. So if when you see an image, it's like everybody's at the end of the dugout and the pitcher's sitting alone. You don't talk to him. You don't bring it up. You don't say anything about it.
1: A Giants pitcher had one a couple of months ago and I call the boys in like, Hey, this guy's got a no hitter going. And they're like, why is nobody right. or talking to that guy? They get so bad. The announcers Kaip, didn't wouldn't say the word
0: no hitter. They would say things are going well in the game. The announcers literally didn't even say. Yeah. Well, they're ex baseball players. So yeah, there's a ton of superstition in baseball. And I think that it's, you know, I don't think anybody rational really thinks that any of this stuff is real, but it's just one of those fun things you do in a game that takes 75 hours to play. You got to somehow occupy yourselves. And for me, it's superstitions would be along the lines of don't go to the crossroads at midnight because that's where the devil is. That all Halloween is... We have, as it, again, you and I have talked about this quite a bit on this show, Larry. We have spent a fair amount of time in the Christian world and both of us are a little jaded on the Christian world, but I know that because I have a youngish daughter and she still trick or treats and I don't know how many years left we've got but it's always been really fun but we have friends that will not trick or treat because they do instead of it it's of the devil it's of the devil and they do they what they do for their kids at halloween is they do a all saints parade you got to dress like Martin Luther yeah yeah no they dress up like a saint i'm like <laughs> are you going to be saint stephen with the rock coming out of your eyeball you know because you were you were stoned to death i just I'm like, okay, it's a stupid kids' holiday. We don't need to make it any more than it is.
1: In the old days, in the Christian realm, they would not let their kids watch the movie Harry Potter because that was of the devil. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. I mean, I feel I still think there's some people that are like that because it's talking about witches or demon. I don't know what I mean. You know, I, that, the funny thing is, they would probably let their kids hear a Grimm's fairy tale about a, an old lady that that cooks kids in an oven. I'm like, okay, that's better.
1: Would you – I'm trying to take this a little deeper than the surface where you th- – Okay,
0: let's go. Even deeper than where we've been?
1: I'm going to try to get you confess that you don't now wash your clothes every single day. <laughs> um,
0: would you walk through a cemetery at night? Yes. I used to walk through a cemetery every night because in Oregon, the Pioneer Cemetery is right on campus, and we walk by it. I have – I just truly – do I believe that there is a possibility that people's spirits live on after they die? Yeah, I, I think it's possible. Do I believe that they haunt people? No, I don't think they haunt people. I just, you know, I don't want to tempt the fates here and have a spirit come in in and haunt me. But yeah. oh, I hope we are. I don't think that your spirits hang around your bones. That's what I've I'm really enjoying
1: that. this because I have more questions. They keep coming to me as we okay. Don't want all in.
0: right, all right. Do you believe priests perform exorcisms? Uh, no. I I believe that but they're there's fact There are priests that do this for a living i i believe i i don't know what to believe on this i <sighs> this that's larry you're trying to get me to go down a rabbit hole that i don't want I to am. go down i don't I, I i think when i was younger my mom was super religious super religiosity In fact she suffered from a mental illness that basically Yikes. made every demon's everywhere so i'm a little bit like really that's the demons are going to have you know that that's what the devil's going to do I just, I I think that I'm, again, I don't want to tempt the fates here, Larry, like to, saying, going to talk to the guy throwing the no-hitter, but I don't know the veracity of that.
1: All right, I'm going to go keep going down here. Do you know somebody that's really superstitious that you're friends with and you're always like, man, this
0: is ridiculous how superstitious this person is? Oh, another great question today, Lawrence. No, I, I don't think I do. I'm trying to think, do I know anybody that do you? Know anybody that's super superstitious? Not really. Yeah, I, I don't know anybody that like throws salt over their shoulder or is worried about the, the evil eye or any of that stuff. No, You know why? Because in my opinion, life,
1: there's just so much going on. Who's got time yeah. to remember all the superstitions to then not
0: get your kid to school and homework? I also wonder to the degree that we are such a tossed salad in this country, such a melting pot of, of cultures from all over the world with different myths and different you know, stories and fables. so that, that People from Italy, you said your grandfather was from Sweden. I'm sure that there are stories told. You're, you're familiar with the story of the Krumpus in southern Ger- in Bavaria? No. So, no. The, Krump- the Krumpus is this, you know, they sort of invented Christmas there. And they have this weird demon character. And people dress up like him at Christmas time. And they go around and they have, they go and they basically scare all the little children. And they say that If you've been bad during the year, the Krumpus will get you. Not like they'll give you a lump of coal, but this demon character will come and get you. And the the local men get all liquored up and wear these Krumpus outfits. And they go around. It's a big deal in southern Germany. And I'm like, you know, we don't have that kind of mythology here in this country. It hasn't... People... That stuff is kitschy. It's not something that we sort of buy into. So... I
1: do feel like we both confessed we're not very superstitious, mm. but I do have this confession to make. Oh. Before we started the show today, I put a phrase in an envelope. just <laughs> And in that envelope, before we started the show, we hadn't talked about anything. I put the phrase tossed salad in it.
0: You did not.
1: I randomly, you and you not. said the phrase
0: no. tossed salad. You're such salad. a liar. It's this is, even... I, let I'm not, a, I don't Take believe it, in superstitious. Show, show it. We're on camera. Take it out right now. If you did it, I, then show it. I you're put a liar. It, it, Pat Olson, I put it your in son, Larry. Here's road. what I am. not. I am superstitious that when you lie on the air to your <laughs> get to your uh, audience, that something bad will happen to you. You're going to get struck by a muni bus on your way home today. Not killed, just just injured a little Baimed. bit. Slowly beamed. <laughs> you're going to run a over your maimed? foot, so you're gonna, your gout foot. So you're going to walk around limping for a month.
1: Here is the deal. If you're listening right now, Brandon is going to curse you if you do not share this show with someone. <laughs> Leave a comment. If you don't do one thing, you enlarge our territory here on the Smarticle Podcast.
0: Our spooky Halloween episode.
1: Brandon is going to make a Ouija doll. I don't know what he's going to do, but he's going to try to curse you. So all you
0: have to do is share the show, leave a
1: review, rate all that good stuff, and you'll be good. Brandon, thank you for tossing the salad today on the Smarticle (laughs) Podcast.